Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to take a look at the astrological energies from August 24th until August 31st as we are now in Virgo season. Yay! And we are closing out the month of August. What a month it has been and yet the astrology told us this. We knew it was going to be a time of big energies, big developments, things shifting and changing in a dramatic way, and also the higher perspective of our own evolutionary growth at this time. So remember, you can always go higher to see that whatever has been transpiring for you over the past few months is all about your personal energetic growth, your evolution, what the universe knows you're ready for, what the universe sees in you as quality developments, advancements, how to let go go and move forward in a way that supports you, even if you can't see it just yet. So yes, these energies have been very big, especially if you have planets or points in the fixed signs. But now as we are in Virgo season, the energy is going to be more flexible, more adaptable. And we have some very interesting aspects occurring that want us to open up, that want us to stay open to the magic of the universe, to stay open to new pathways, new doorways, new opportunities that can now come in after the big developments of July and August. Over this next week, we are going to see Mercury enter Libra. We're going to have the Virgo new moon on August 27th. And we're also going to have an ongoing square between Mars in Gemini squaring the sun in Virgo. And I'm going to talk about that because that interaction lasts for a week. It basically goes into the beginning of September and it's important for us to be very conscious of these energies as well as our reactions, our feelings, and what might be coming up here during that ongoing Mars squaring sun energy signature. So we'll discuss all of that and more in today's podcast episode. For those of you who are new to this podcast, welcome. I hope that there are messages in this show that support you and resonate with where you're at in your own world. This is the Wednesday show where we talk about the weekly energies, and then on the Monday episodes, we do typically a deep dive or look at a specific theme in the energetics going on right now. And in Monday's show, that was Monday, August 22nd, we discussed the energy of Uranus retrograde in Taurus, which actually begins August 24th, 2022, and goes into January 2023. And as I'm recording this episode, this is the day that Uranus is stationing retrograde. And this means the energies are bigger. The waves of change are more pronounced. Uranus is the energy of awakening, shock, disruption, 
chaos, things opening up and shifting. And depending on how you are feeling this energy, it can be quite big, especially as Uranus is stationing retrograde at 18 degrees, 55 minutes of Taurus. So if you have any planets or points between 18 and 19 degrees of the fixed signs of earth signs or of water signs, you are feeling this energy change more personally and more intensely. And because of how slowly Uranus moves, it takes Uranus 84 years to travel around the full zodiac wheel. The energies of change are quite significant. It's not simply, oh no, they're no longer making my favorite nail polish color anymore. No, these are bigger life changes. These are bigger shocks and unexpected developments that come through and Uranus is showing you more of who you are. So this opens up bigger life changes and perhaps bigger shocks, such as you discover more of your talents and abilities, or you get news about a long lost family member, or something unexpected develops at work. So what you do is you identify where you have 18 to 19 degrees of Taurus. You look at the house that that is in, and the house is the area of life where this development is occurring for you. Now on YouTube, I have a video for you that's called How to Find a Degree Point in Your Chart. And this is a basic tutorial where I walk you through how to identify certain degree points. So if you need to find where you have 18 or 19 degrees of Taurus, please look for that video on my YouTube channel and that will help you pinpoint the house location where this energy is active for you. And if you do not have anything at 18 to 19 degrees in your chart, this is energy you're still feeling. You're still connected to the overall energy field that Uranus is working in, but it just isn't as personal for you. You might not be experiencing these changes in a big, profound way, but they're still showing you more of how you can connect to what is ready to change in the Taurus areas of your life. And this goes into your value system, what you find meaningful in life, what you want, how you build your life, what matters for you as you build your life and understand what you need to feel solid internally in who you are. And the Uranus and Taurus energy is uncomfortable. We've been talking about this, I know. It's uncomfortable because there's change happening in areas of our lives where we don't necessarily want change. Taurus is a fixed sign, a fixed earth sign. It wants stability, reliability. It wants to know this is the money I'm making every month. This is what I can rely on in my house or in my personal world. This is what I need to feel stable and secure in my everyday reality. And here comes Uranus basically cracking it open. It's an earthquake energy. It shows you more of what you didn't see before, and that can be really uncomfortable. So this energy is not always easy to move through, but the universe always has a beautiful reason and divine intelligence at play. 
And with these outer planet energies, we don't always see it in the moment. We don't always understand why a deep change is happening. We don't always have the fuller story or the bigger picture. All we have is what's in front of us, what we're feeling, what we're tapping into. And we're trying to understand something that maybe we're not meant to understand in this moment. Maybe we have to allow things to unfold and open up and that's what will bring the pieces together. That's what will show us why something is happening or has happened. So this is where essentially we still find grounding in ourselves and we trust ourselves. We trust that you can take care of yourself. You can trust your own energy. You can trust your own decision. You can trust that you will always figure it out. You will always figure out the next step. You will always know what is necessary or what is important, even moment to moment or day by day. This is where you trust yourself and you understand that you have your own navigation system that you can rely on even amongst these big changes and dynamic shifts that we're moving through. So that energy is very strong here as we close out August. And at the same time, we also have the energy of Mars in Gemini squaring the sun in Virgo. Mars just entered Gemini on August 20th and will stay in Gemini for seven months until March 25th, 2023. And that's because of Mars's upcoming retrograde that happens at the very end of October. So Mars in Gemini brings new potentials and possibilities. Mars in Gemini is about choices, adaptability, flexibility, and brings in more information for us to understand and work with. Mars is about movement, desire, what you want, and going for it. Gemini is about the mind, communications, your daily environment, what you need to get done on a daily basis. So here we have the combination of Mars and Gemini, which is a sprinter, which wants to move fast, and this can be a good time to get a lot of short-term projects or tasks done. And that's how Mars and Gemini excels. This energy allows you to be a better multitasker and to be more aware of what you want to cross off your to-do list and move through often at a quicker speed. So life picks up with Mars and Gemini. Things start to move faster. You could even feel like the days are going by faster. And I think that's going to be one of the phenomenons we feel from late August into March is that time has moved faster. And we've been discussing this as well, but it could feel like now you're really sensing it in your daily world. You're really having an understanding of, wow, time is moving faster. Days are going by quicker. What is essential? What do I need to get finished and get done. And Mars and Gemini can certainly help you with that. Now, on the other hand, we have to be mindful of feeling overwhelmed, of feeling like there's too much to do. I don't have enough time. And we can certainly be feeling that worry or that anxiety. We could also be feeling like 
we're being pulled in multiple directions where I can't possibly be two places at once. And yet, how do I get things done in both areas of my life where perhaps you have a lot going on in your professional life, at work, at your job, the never ending emails or projects or things going on there. And then you're fully aware of what you need to take care of in your personal life of maybe more things going on that are filling up your weekends or filling up your days. So there can be this split of life feels busy in all areas of your world. And again, Mars can sustain short-term endurance, short-term activities, but anything long-term could feel like it gets too heavy or can be too much. It could also feel like you finally have those bursts of energy to get a lot done that maybe you were previously dragging your feet on when Mars was in Taurus, where you didn't have the same energy or the same desire to be as active. Now there's a sense of, oh yeah, I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to take care of that. And there's a sense of you're catching up with yourself or perhaps catching up with various areas of your life that maybe felt like they had a slowdown. Now, this Mars in Gemini is squaring the sun in Virgo. So the sun entered Virgo on August 22nd and will stay here until September 22nd. And the Virgo energy keeps us on top of what we need to take care of, what is important, what is essential. Virgo is very productive. Virgo is about how we combine the intelligence of our mind with the intelligence and capabilities of our physical body. So there's an activation of both our body consciousness and our mental faculties and how they work together. And I think of Virgo as the energy of combining these essential parts of our physical reality and how we're able to focus, be productive, but also take care of ourselves along the way. Virgo is a very healing, caring energy. It desires to be of service. There's a responsibility component to Virgo. Virgo is a planner. Virgo is the energy of how we fill our own cup in order to fill another's cup. It's how we're able to take care of ourselves so that we can be of service in a better way and how we're able to show up with a sense of feeling healthy, strong, capable, and how to use our skills, how to use our knowledge and our wisdom in a practical everyday way. So that Virgo energy seeks fulfillment and satisfaction mentally and physically, desires to want to make improvements, and to understand too that the Virgo contributions matter, that it is enough, because the lower expressions of Virgo can go into guilt, worry, not feeling good enough, thinking that, oh, I should do more. I should contribute more. There's always more to do, so I should stay at the desk. I should stay focused on the analytics, the metrics, whatever the Excel doc is saying. I should figure this out, and I'm going to do even more. I'm going to do even better. So there can be a relentless pressure on the Virgo sense of self, on that Virgo energy that really wants to do its best and show up for others. But we have to know our limitations. We have to know when it's healthy to retract, to take care of yourself, and to prioritize your own needs. 
Because when that doesn't happen, there can be this unconscious sacrifice that develops. And sometimes that Virgo energy can go into martyrdom. It can go into a sense of nobody appreciates me. I'm doing all this work, but I'm not being seen. And so it's important to come back into yourself and acknowledge what you bring to the table to understand how much it matters and that it does get noticed but to make sure that you're noticing yourself and you're validating yourself. So this Virgo energy is also about returning to the presence of our own energy, being in the moment, being grounded in your physical self and not allowing the mind to take over, also not allowing ourselves to be disconnected from our body. So this is where we can see what is in alignment and what's out of alignment. And as I say that, I get the visual of all seven chakras perhaps being in a zigzag, meaning they're not in full alignment. So where has one of your chakras been extended outside of your energy field? Where have you felt that you've been out of alignment with your own needs, maybe where you've overextended yourself in some capacity to others or into somebody else's energy field, and how to call that back into yourself, how to get in that beautiful, strong alignment with your own energy and how that supports you, which of course will then support others as well. So the Virgo energy returns us to our own health and well-being, brings our attention to where we need to take care of our own energetic vessel, as well as that self-care component where your body could be speaking to you about things that it needs, particular healing or support or energy alignment that maybe you weren't aware of. So our body consciousness becomes louder and more pronounced in Virgo season, especially when we return to the presence of our own energy and assess what is working and what is not working. And that is another Virgo strength where you're aware of, okay, this is working great in my life. And over here, er, I need to make some improvements. This is not healthy. This is not fulfilling me. This is not satisfying. So there could be things that come up during Virgo season that show you where you're ready to make changes and improvements in your life. So when we look at how we have Mars in Gemini and the sun in Virgo, they're making a square, as I said, through the end of August into September. This means there is something within us that is deeply transitioning. Now, the mutable signs always follow the fixed signs. So the fixed sign of Taurus is followed by Gemini just as the fixed sign of Leo is followed by Virgo. So with these planets moving into the mutable signs, we are opening up and transitioning into new parts of ourselves, new understandings, new thoughts, new possibilities. The mutable signs are about choices and flexibility. They also are about a type of preparation where there's the energy here of 
looking at what needs to be handled, what needs to be taken care of, what do you need to make progress on? Because the mutable signs are followed by the cardinal signs and cardinal signs begin a new season. So here we are with strong mutable energy transitioning us into more of what is truly another option, choice, or possibility, and asking us to stay open and flexible to what that might be. Because the fixed signs certainly had us in a very intense energy with a lot of pressure. And part of what July and August revealed were the patterns that needed to change, what energies had to shift within us, what needed to go deep and be truly felt so that we could see perhaps our own unconscious limitations. Now with these mutable signs, we're about stretching and opening and remaining flexible to what we don't know yet. Now Mars squaring the sun is often the energy of frustration, impatience, wanting something perhaps to move ahead faster, because as we discussed, Mars in Gemini is the sprinter, but the sun in Virgo is about responsibility, safety, doing it correctly and doing it right. So the sun is slowing down this Mars impatience to get something going or to get something moving. Now it's interesting because Gemini is also about early education and school as well as transportation. And I had a little Mars in Gemini square sun in Virgo incident this morning as I was taking my son to school and we were stuck behind a school bus which stops you know, every mile or so to let kids on the bus. And when the school bus stops, traffic in both directions has to stop to allow kids to get on the bus. Well, we were stopped and there were probably 20 cars in both directions that had to come to a standstill for this student to get on the bus. But before he got on the bus, the student, he was probably 12, 13, 14, he stops and looks at his phone for a good 10 or 15 seconds before getting on the bus. So here you have at least 40 cars wanting to get about their day, needing to get to work, go to school, get their day going. And we're all stopped behind a school bus with a student who has to watch a TikTok video before he gets on the bus. So that right there was my checking in on this energy because I was impatient. I was annoyed. I was like, are you kidding me? You're holding up all these people. And then in the back seat, my son was asking if we could get out the advent calendars yet for Christmas. And so he's impatient for Santa Claus. And I had to tell him, no, we're not doing that now. We're not going to start advent calendars in August. So there could be all these different levels of impatience coming up over this next week. Something you want to move ahead or get started. Something that you're looking to energize. And then there could be that agitation, irritability, or frustration when something isn't moving. So we're going to have to consciously manage that. We're going to have to be aware of what is coming up within us and to breathe through it, to breathe through certain frustrating incidences or other people's actions or behaviors or words that could be triggering. Traffic was stopped for a good two minutes 
while this student didn't get on the bus. And again, I took it as time to just breathe deeply and understand that, okay, this will move ahead. We will have progress here. And it's important to not be overly focused on the daily energy because both Gemini and Virgo are about what we need to do today. So there can be a short-term focus. It's very much about what's on your calendar for today or for tomorrow. And there can be a lack of perspective around the bigger picture or what really matters. So that is one thing we will have to practice is just allowing things that pop up or develop unexpectedly or create, again, any annoyance, frustration, impatience, to allow those things to be minor, to not make them a big deal. In fact, this is something that I will ask my child when something frustrates him. I'll be like, is it a big deal or is it a little deal? And oftentimes it's just a little deal, even if it feels like a big deal in the moment. So focus on what really matters, understanding that some days we just have these things that don't go smoothly. And it's all about how we consciously work with our energies and what we do with our energy that matters most. Now, both Mars in Gemini and the Sun in Virgo answer to Mercury. That's because Mars in Gemini, Gemini is ruled by Mercury, Sun in Virgo, Virgo is co-ruled by both Mercury and Chiron. So as the Sun moves through Virgo, Both the Mercury and Chiron energies become more important as those are about our mental energies and our physical energies, what we're healing, what we're improving. But both Gemini and Virgo have Mercury in common, which raises the importance of Mercury at this time. Mercury enters Libra on August 25th, and Mercury is currently in his retrograde shadow territory, as Mercury will station retrograde on September 9th at nearly nine degrees of Libra. So at this time, with this Mercury shadow, we are being asked to stay mindful of what we say, how we communicate, what comes across. But with Mercury entering Libra, this is a pleasant energy for Mercury. Mercury does well in the air signs and is very conversational, objective, and social in Libra. So Mercury enters Libra and is going to make a trine to this Mars in Gemini into the first week of September. And this trine is going to make it easier for us to express what we're thinking or to say, oh, I thought this was going to happen. Okay, we had some changes there. This is where it's going to be easier to say what you're thinking, to share your thoughts, to listen to others, to understand where they're coming from. This trine is going to help alleviate that impatience, frustration, or mistakes. In fact, this is where we can be more forgiving and more understanding of what other people are going through. If they get back to you later than expected, you can simply think, yeah, they got stuck in traffic or something came up. Or if there's something important you need to share or discuss, it could be that there's some delays in doing so, but then when you do connect, it's right on time. So we have support here with Mercury in Libra, giving us the ability to say what we're going through and to understand too that other people will be dealing with the same. 
Now we're going to have Mercury in Libra for about a month before he retrogrades back into Virgo and travels back to 24 degrees of Virgo, then returns to Libra again in October, October 11th to be exact, and through the second half of October. So Mercury in Libra is actually a wonderful way to discuss with others and share anything that you've been thinking that's been on your mind. Again, that Libra energy is about having conversations, listening, sharing, being able to understand another person's perspective. So I feel like this is very supportive energy for what we are moving through over this week. And it also adds to the socializing energy that's coming up, the desire to connect, to see people in person, to hang out, to meet up, to do something together. I mean, there's something here where our energy is meant to be shared. We're meant to be going out into the world in a new way. And even though we're not officially in Libra season just yet, I feel like this strong air sign energy is opening us up. So we have Mars in Gemini, we have Mercury in Libra, we also have Saturn retrograde in Aquarius, and all of these air sign energies are supporting us in being able to not be stuck in our heads so much, to move that energy, to really look at what we need to express, and to look at the overall health of your throat chakra to look at where you're able to be clear in your communication, in your needs, in what you want. And I feel that there's going to be some beautiful energy working with us during the Mercury retrograde with the throat chakra. Monday's podcast episode is going to focus on the Mercury retrograde energy, so I'll go into that even more, but it just feels like there's a beautiful refinement happening at this time as we have been working with deep reprogramming energies, and I think it's really going to be more pronounced as we move through Mercury retrograde. Now, Venus has some big activity over this next week as she is still in Leo, and made a trine to Chiron retrograde in Aries at 14 and 15 degrees on August 24th, then has a square to Uranus retrograde in Taurus at 18 degrees. She also squares the North Node August 27th, then she opposes Saturn retrograde in Aquarius at 20 degrees. So essentially, Venus in Leo is now entering the conversation around these reprogramming of frequencies that we've been experiencing. Keep in mind that Venus rules that north node in Taurus, and she's the ruler of Uranus in Taurus because Taurus is ruled by Venus. So you can think of her as the one who adds a new energy signature and more to the interactions here. And what I'm seeing is that there's something about this Venus in Leo that's now being reprogrammed. Something in our hearts, in what we want, in what we desire is now being upgraded and shifted. And it could be something unexpected. It could be something that comes through or shows up that surprises you. 
Typically, when Venus makes a square to an outer planet, there's something that she's desiring or wanting, but she's not quite clear on how to get it just yet. So it's almost like you could feel that something is shifting within you. This also pertains to your self-confidence, your courage, your sense of self. These energies strongly relate to the solar plexus and the heart chakra working together. And Venus in Leo is bringing us into contact with what love is for us, perhaps the frequency of it within ourselves, perhaps understanding what it means to also feel good about amplifying our own light, being stronger in who we are, what we need, what we desire, and allowing that energy to essentially fill us up, to feel like this is feels good. This is the truth of who I am. But I'm seeing it as a shifting of the heart grid. I don't know how else to explain it, but if you visualize a grid on your heart, and I see this as very multidimensional, meaning it's not just a flat grid like on a piece of paper, It's very alive and there's different components that are moving and shifting. I feel like this relates to what July and August brought up around the changes and shifts and breaking the patterns. There's some kind of pattern breaking in previous definitions of love of your heart, of what it means to be you. Perhaps there's something breaking if there was an ego shell or too much pride. Many things that was too excessive even in those Leo energies where if there were barriers to love, that could be shifting here in the end of August as Venus squares Uranus the North Node, the South Node, and then opposes Saturn. And it could feel like something is being removed. Going back to how we've had big pattern changes at a foundational level, things that were meant to leave, things that are complete, things that aren't meant to go forward with you within your own energy. This is where there could be new openings, new realizations around what that Venus in Leo desires, needs, and wants. And again, I see it as a multidimensional grid in the heart that's being reprogrammed, but it could feel like there's energies leaving And that's part of the opposition to Saturn in Aquarius, where there's something that's not within reach, or there's an energy that is disconnected. It feels too like going from warm to cold, or something has been extracted. And that's part of breaking the pattern and becoming more conscious of this part of yourself. And it's almost like if there have been any lower vibrational relationship patterns or habits, or if there are certain relationships in your world, in your life that aren't satisfying, or if there are parts of yourself that have prevented you from opening your heart, this energy is doing that. 
It's almost like it's busting open and breaking through barriers, but it could feel really uncomfortable. In fact, it could stir up a lot of fear, but I see it as a heart burst and at the same time, some big realizations. So of course, this is personal, Venus being a personal planet, but I feel like there's something here too that's showing you what hasn't worked or what parts of yourself haven't been seen in connections or in relationships because that Venus in Leo is being reprogrammed and she wants to be seen. She wants to be appreciated and respected. So if there is anything in your life or in your world where either you've held back who you are, you've hidden it, you've retracted pieces of yourself, There could be something that comes up over this next week that triggers that part of your consciousness that brings something to your awareness. I'm even seeing this as a collapse, which is interesting. I'm seeing it as something, I'm even seeing it as a hot air balloon, where it collapses because it wasn't really true or it wasn't pure or wasn't built on the authenticity of the heart or what you need. So again, this is where that Venus opposing Saturn energy can be difficult and challenging for a day. But I think the bigger picture of this next week is that there's some big realizations coming through around Venus matters. Venus being connected to relationships, finances, creativity, women, sisters, self-value, personal worth, what you invest in, where you put your money, the money you bring in as well. So it's almost like we are being reprogrammed to have truer standards and understandings of what's worth our investment and to know that you're worth it, even if this is totally new terrain, totally uncertain, feels very destabilizing, That's what's meant to happen. It's meant to collapse or break down and essentially reveal what's not working because Venus is then going to have truer connections to herself, to what you do love, what you do need, and and what that means to you. So it's really fascinating because I feel like this multidimensional heart grid is being deeply reprogrammed rewired, rebooted, following in the footsteps of July and August, which is when we had other planets interacting in the same dynamic. So here comes Venus into the mix to show you that there's some things you don't have to take forward if it's not working, if it doesn't feel correct, if it doesn't feel like it's based on something true or pure. And it makes sense when you think about how as we evolve, all of our energies need to evolve. All of us needs to keep up with the team. We can't have any stragglers. So now it's Venus's time to be reprogrammed and to really get to the heart of what it means to love herself and to allow that frequency into all of her aura, all of your energy, and to be something that is deeply loving, mutual, kind, respectable. So there could be big breakups this week. 
There could be things that are no longer a match. There could be decisions that are made, financial decisions, where you're like, yeah, that's not worth my money or my investment anymore. There could be things you pull away from. There could be decisions you're making because it's just not correct for you anymore. So this is a big week for Venus, and it's good to know that it's simply about her energy being reprogrammed and allowing this evolution that we're moving through to be something that works with more of our energy so that all of us is on board with what we are moving towards and creating in our lives now. And then let's not forget that we have the Virgo new moon happening on August 27th at four degrees of Virgo in your chart. And this is actually when Mars will be exactly square that Virgo new moon. And this is an energy of a beginning, a new start, new choices, considering what is best going forward, allowing yourself to open up and be available for something you didn't see before. This energy really is about grounding in to your own energy responsibly, coming back to yourself, listening to what you need, being aware of how everything is meant to evolve and change, and yet you can continue to trust your own wisdom, your own understanding, and to focus on the simple things, where Virgo does have a gift of understanding what really matters, what needs to be taken care of, and to not waste time or energy on excess. So there could be a back to basics energy with this Virgo new moon. I do have a video for you on YouTube that goes into the chart even more. I walk you through what the aspects are and some of the other themes. So please check that out. The Virgo new moon is also a beginning point of understanding what your body is holding and supporting right now. So there may be new messages around what you're feeling or sensing. I'm also getting the image that with this Virgo energy and because it is co-ruled by Chiron, there is a deeper self-acceptance that's possible here. And you think about how we live in a world that surrounds us with certain images of beauty, of the physical body, of health, of fitness. And it's looking at how are you incorporating some of those practices into your own life, into your own world, but from a place of self-acceptance, understanding who you are without comparison, without trying to be someone else. So I feel like this is why the Virgo energy is so beautifully supported at this time because there's something about really understanding your own perfection, the perfection of who you are. And I see it actually at a soul level, where at a soul level, we chose our body. We chose our parents. We chose our family. We choose intentionally what we're going to work with in this life and how we show up, including our physical body, our genetics, our skin color, our eye color, and how can you be in a place of beautiful acceptance of who you are when you tap into that soul perspective understanding. So that could be a lovely way to work with the Virgo new moon as well as to truly embrace who you are in the present moment as well as in this lifetime. 
So we close out August with some big energies here, although it could feel a little bit calmer than the roller coaster rides we've been on, but there is still something here about understanding how much you're shifting and changing in only one lifetime. And that's a really big deal because in order for us to do that, we have to be at a certain level of awareness, consciousness, and intention. And I feel like there's much to celebrate about that as well. So we're going to close out August here with some more energies as we've discussed, as well as that grounding Virgo new moon. Now I do have the September Soul Growth Astrology Program available for you where we cover all the astrology of September, including the Pisces full moon, the Libra new moon, the Mercury retrograde, and also how September is a quieter month. And we need that in order to recalibrate, to integrate, to give ourselves some downtime. It's truly a beautiful gift, this energy of September. We also have all outer planets in retrograde, plus Mercury retrograde, seven retrograde energies in September. So this is going to be supportive of what we need now, and it could feel like you can finally catch up with yourself. So please check that out. I'll put the link below the podcast. And when you use coupon code Libra, you can get the full program for 11 bucks. And I'm excited to tell you that we are now open for our Awakening Astrology Retreat in Berkeley, California, October 7th, 8th, and 9th. And we have found a beautiful space for this gathering where we will be active and moving and doing some very deep transformative work. I'm so excited that my co-host Lori Rising and I are able to bring this to the West Coast now and to connect with more of you in person. We're going to be going through your five personal planets and doing some beautiful embodiment work around these energies within you, as well as talking about the significance of these energies in your chart. Now, this is called the Awakening Astrology Retreat, and it does relate to my book, Awakening Astrology, but I'm not repeating the book in the retreat. That's like watching a slideshow and somebody reading you the words on the slideshow, right? No, we don't do that. This is taking you further. This is going deeper into more of your energy that isn't in the book. So we're going to really go into some things. It's very transformative. It's very powerful and it's very healing. You're going to have a lot of breakthroughs. You're going to see your chart in a new way, in a different way. And there's things about this particular experience that open you up to more of your own cosmic energies. So if you're ready to expand, evolve, and transform, we're going to do it together. And it's that joint co-creation with other people in the room that also adds to what you experience and what you understand about yourself. We have found a bigger space to allow more people to attend. I mentioned how our last retreat in June, it sold out in 24 hours. So we intentionally wanted to have more room for more people to be in this experience. But I noticed that people already started signing up yesterday. So just know that it's open and we hope you can make it to join us in Berkeley 
in October and that you will deeply connect with more messages and energies that are waiting for you to discover them within yourself. We do have a discount on a local hotel if you need a place to stay in the area. And I'm just so excited to meet more of you and to connect and hear more about your own experiences and what you've been going through. So I hope you can make it. And we are really excited about this next experience. You can also connect with Lori on YouTube under Lori, L-O-R-I, rising, R-E-I, S-I-N-G. You will see her energy comes off the screen. She is wonderful as a teacher, a healer. She has decades of experience in this work, and I'm so excited that she and I are able to do this offering together. The link is below this podcast if you can make it, as well as all the information about what we're going to be moving through. So as always, thank you so much for joining me. It's a delight to connect with you every week through this big world of astrology. I will be back every Monday and Wednesday for a new episode. You can find more about the current offerings on mollymccord.online. And I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. I'm wishing you a beautiful Virgo new moon. I hope that you're able to regulate your nervous system and everything that might come up as we go through the Mars square sun energies. But overall, know that this is going to be a transformative week that shows us more of our own choices and possibilities. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you back here really soon.